Hey, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to talk about the news and events of the world, beginning with health and usually ending with a little doom and gloom and the reality of the situation before us, at least to the best of my ability, because let's face it, I don't know. And anybody who says they do know everything that's going on here, you got to wonder. So this is what we do. We come together, we put all the pieces together, and we try to figure out what's going on and make decisions that are best for our futures, our families' futures, our community's futures, our state's future, our country's future, and the world's future at large. We had a wonderful episode last night of the daily dose with nino rodriguez if you missed that go back tune into that is civil war brewing with nino rodriguez hosted by josh reed it was a great good show good time so check that out if you haven't and if you did thank you for tuning into that let me double check make sure am i streaming because i'm having issues lately and we are good we're good firing on all cylinders fantastic good morning jenica good morning michelle Good to see you, Cromero, and half the world is night. See y'all got your coffee. We've got RMU over there and Quiet Toad. Good morning, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Let's talk. Let's talk. I like to start with health because we're in a war. It's, it's a multi-front war. It's a psychological war. It's a physical war, a kinetic war. It's a war across all of domains, including health. The psychological warfare aspect of this covers every single domain, including health, including the kinetic war, including just plain old general information, but also information as it pertains to politics, as it pertains to finance, as it pertains to health, as it pertains to our own communities. Everything is just corrupted and tainted. There's so much going on. There's so many pieces to put together. But the health piece, especially after this whole scamdemic situation, has been more and more apparent and more and more of a concern for a lot of people, which is why I like to talk about this stuff, because we're all still learning about health. And it's such a controversial topic, even amongst professionals, the ones we're supposed to be trusting. They just, you know, I mean, the information out there is ridiculous. Um you can find studies that are contradicting left and right, and that's all you find out there. So it's really a challenge to figure out the truth. Hey, yay, hey, Black Jester. Thank you, Michelle, for the four-bell donation. I appreciate that. Tis the season. Hope you're doing well. All right. Well, so I like to cover health because I care a lot about my health. I try to take action every day. This is a little reminder, a little kick in the rear to remember health things. So we're going to start talking about oil this morning to start off and we'll carry on. We'll talk about a little politics and some political corruption and the rest of the whole shebang that's going down. I'll let you know what I think and what's going on and and hopefully y'all can uh, pick something up that you haven't yet. But oil. Dr. Simon Goddick came out and posted this on X and I think it's a very important thing to cover. He said, today I'm going to red pill you about vegetable oils. Make sure you bookmark and share this post. 
it is actually a very good thing to know. And I've had people ask me on the social red pill, um, oils, what's the deal? What's the deal with oils? Is this real? Should I be concerned? What's good? What's bad? What do you guys know? What do you guys know? So let's go over that. Thank you, Nate, for the one diamond morning red pill fam. Good morning to you, Nate. Good to see you. We were laughing our ass off last night in the private chat over on the social red pill. Just small group of people. And uh, boy, we were really giggling. Good times, Nate. All right. So let's talk about oils. I'll pull this up. I'll show you this post and I'll read it through real quick and we'll move on. There's a lot to cover today. So here we go. Dr. Simon Goddick, he said, number one, unnatural extraction process. Unlike coconut or olive oil, which can be extracted through pressing, seed oils like canola, soybean, and corn oil require unnatural methods for extraction. They undergo processes involving high heat and chemical solvents like petroleum, leading to oxidation and the formation of trans fats even before they reach your kitchen. Number two, a modern dietary addition. Industrial seed oils are a recent addition to our diet, exploding in consumption from virtually zero in the early 1900s to 70 pounds per year per person today. Whoa, 70 pounds a year. This traumatic increase corresponds with a surge in chronic health issues, suggesting a link between seed oil consumption and modern diseases. I'm kind of a... Uh, a stickler when it comes to health. I, I found a bottle of a small bottle of vegetable oil in my house yesterday. And I was like, it was being used. And I grabbed it. I'm like, what is this? Where did this come from? Looks like um, I bought it. And I was like, why are you eating this? This is so fucking bad. Don't eat this. We don't use this. We use this, this, or this. This is what you could use. This shit is so bad. He's like, how bad is it? Really? Like, how bad is it really? I'm like, I think it's really, really, really bad. Okay? I, that's what I think. And I think we should lim we should completely get rid of it if you can. And really, really limit it if you can't get rid of it. And look, it's not like, oh, Vince never ate this oil. No, I've eaten so much of this oil. But nowadays trying to focus on health and all this i do everything i can this is like one of the main things that i stay away from and it, look it's the holidays don't be a butthole if if you know oh hey you know aunt sue made some delicious or your favorite dessert and it's a tradition whatever enjoy your holidays don't be crazy you know a little bit here and there isn't going to end everything. It's you're, you're going, if you're healthy and you're moving your ass, it's going to flush through. You're going to detoxify it naturally. It'll be fine. The problem is when you're eating um, half a pound a day or how much, 70 pounds a year per person, that's ridiculous. That's like everything you eat has this oils embedded in it. And when you eat foods that are highly processed, these are the oils that they're putting in that food. Or if you decide to use this oil in your own kitchen, gosh, does that up? The amount of this oil you intake so that's where it's coming from anyway enjoy the holidays still you know i'm, I'm um a little bit loosey-goosey around the holidays but uh definitely still i try to limit these things and i recommend you guys do your research on this as well and try to do something similar if you find that's what might be best for you 
Thank you, uh, Dean the Bean, for the diamond. Hi, missed you. Sick forever. Are you sick, Dean the Bean? I hope you're feeling well. I've been going through it myself. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Making it rain diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Thank you, Dean the Bean, for all the donations. And yay, the two bells. Thank you. Yay. Good to see you this morning. Black Jester, my problem is bread. Okay, let's talk about bread, Black Jester. I love bread, too. And I bake. But... I justify that. I'm like, okay, so, you know, you know, every once in a while, once or twice a month, I'll have a little bit of bread. The holidays, probably a little more than once or twice a month because it's delicious. But I'm not going and getting like um, white bread, wonder bread, and bullshit bread, like shitty bread from the stores. I'm baking it, making sure if I'm going to eat some bread that it's the best quality bread I can. And that it's not going to be as taxing on my body and uh, as like a really shitty processed bread, right? So and I just started a sourdough starter. I just ruined a loaf of sourdough. I'm trying to get that one figured out. But I'll get it. I'll get it. Don't worry, folks. I got this. Try again. I'm going to be trying again. I don't know if I have time today, but this week. And uh, that's my kind of – that's my approach to that. If I'm going to have it, I'm going to have a very good quality – um type that's less less unhealthy but still i'm not the type of person who does well eating a bunch of carbs and breads and stuff but it's it is delicious <laughs> okay onward <laughs> nate number three omega-6 and inflammation here we go inflammation Vegetable oils are high in omega-6 fatty acids, especially linoleic acid, which is a precursor to pro-inflammatory eicosanoids. Uh, These molecules can cause chronic inflammation and contribute to autoimmune disease. Diseases. The excess consumption of omega-6 without a balance of omega-3 exacerbates these health issues. Ooh, interesting. Number four, oxidative stress and cancer. Studies have shown that diets high in vegetable oils, particularly linoleic acid, lead to oxidative stress, mitochondrial dysfunction, and genetic damage. These factors are instrumental in promoting cancer, with some studies revealing a fourfold increase in metastasis in diets high in these oils. Number five, increased mortality rate. Over a seven-year study, groups consuming high amounts of vegetable oil had a 62% greater all-cause mortality rate compared to those in lower consumption. with lower consumption. This risk increase is more significant than that associated with heavy, heavy smoking or obesity. And, you know, we have to remember, you can find studies that say anything, right? They're, they're, okay, so they said there's a seven-year study. People that consume vegetable oil in high quantities have a 60% greater all-cause mortality rate compared to those with lower consumption. I guarantee you, you can find studies that show the opposite of that. And I'm not saying that they're incorrect. I think that is true. But I'm just saying we can't just take one study and make our whole life decision based on that. We need to really do a lot of research, listen to a lot of different people who understand this stuff and uh, try to understand it ourselves to the best of our abilities to come up with the closest truth, the reality, the reality not some fabricated bullshit that's paid for by different interests. But interesting that they um, 
they say it's more significant than heavy smokers or obese people just simply eating high amounts of vegetable oil. Wow. Heart disease risk, number six. The Minnesota coronary experiment found that participants who increased their intake of corn oil and margarine had an 86% higher in incidence of heart attacks despite lower cholesterol levels. The vegetable oil group had a significantly higher mortality rate from heart attacks. Cardiovascular deaths. The margarine study revealed that the group consuming margarine high in linoleic acid from vegetable oils had a 700% higher rate of strokes, heart attacks, and cardiovascular deaths compared to a group consuming omega-3 rich fish oil. This stark difference underscores the health risks of high vegetable oil consumption. Remember, the key to a healthier life is understanding what you're putting in your body. Rethink your oil choices and opt for natural, minimally processed fats. And this wonderful image here that I'm going to steal and post on the social red pill, uh, I guess I shall link Dr. Simon's uh, whole little spiel and article here. The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight. Always ultra-processed and never natural. These oils are toxic to your health. The Hateful Eight are sunflower oil, soy oil, cottonseed oil, safflower oil, corn oil, rice bran oil, grapeseed oil, and canola oil. Just so you know. Just so you know. And a lot of you do. Some people don't. Some people don't know. They just think, you know, it's just oil. It's just one thing. I'm doing other things, right? I think this is I think this is a big key. I think this is a very important thing for health. <clears throat> Especially considering how much of it how much of this stuff is uh available and just there. Gosh, go look at the ingredient list. I tell you, when you're when you're paying your overpriced prices for the poisons in the grocery store, look at the labels and you'll be surprised. You'll see all this stuff in there. It's nasty. But boy, do they, they how do they make that poison taste good though? Those bastards. This is like the devil at work, I tell you. I suck at making the simple things. What do you mean, Jenica? All right, let's get onward with it. Let's I want to talk more about health because this gets into it. This gets into it. This is so sad. Celine Dion is in the news again. Uh, what is she even known for? It's a good question there. Uh, Canadian singer referred to as the queen of power ballads. Uh, she had some health issues earlier this year. And she's trending again because apparently it's going around that she's lost control of her muscles due to her battle with the neurological disorder. What neurological disorder? I forget. What is it? Um, it's here. Hold on one moment. Uh, stiff person syndrome. And many people claim she didn't have stiff person syndrome until she was jabbed. And that is the rumor. I don't have the facts to back that up. I don't know. But that's the rumor out there. And it's just incredibly sad. Of course, she's probably a part of that like evil cabal group in Hollywood. Uh, there you go. Here's her, 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 her eye. So sad, nonetheless. Um, so, so very sad. Do these people even have a conscience? 
died suddenly says on uh, X because um, Australia's drug drug regulator, Australia's drug re regulator deliberately hid vaccine deaths from the public because, well, it's for the benefit of the public. They're concerned that, quote, disclosure could undermine public confidence. So they realize that people are dying, people are getting sick, getting diseases, right after getting jabbed. Oh, wow, what, a, what an interesting coincidence. They know it's not a coincidence, but they don't want to tell the people because it would undermine their confidence. It would undermine their confidence that they're going to do the right thing next time. No kidding. That's why you should tell the people, because you can't be trusted. That is so immoral. Yeah, they don't have a conscience. They're crazy. They're completely crazy. And there's footage of this. Lauren Witzk on Twitter posted it and died suddenly retweeted it. And here we go. Here we go. The chemical pollution is real. U.S. jury orders Monsanto to pay $857 million over chemicals in schools. U.S. Journey, US, a U.S. jury on Monday ordered chemical company Monsanto to pay $857 million to seven people at a school in the western state of Washington who said they were sickened by chemicals leaking from light fittings. Building materials. The ruling is the latest legal setback for Monsanto, which is already grappling with hefty legal bills after losing court cases over its glyphosate-based weed killer Roundup. And I think they're using these weed killers to pollute our groundwater. Gosh, I think that these should be outlawed. But, but Vince, if you outlaw Roundup and different weed killers, how am I going to keep the weeds out of my driveway? How am I going to keep the weeds out of my gravel? How am I going to keep the weeds out of my lawn? You're going to have to just figure it out. And there's a lot of natural ways to do this. There's a lot of old-fashioned ways to do this called get your ass out there and start working and pulling. You know, I mean, poisons. I do not agree with putting this out there on my property. That's for sure. But everybody does. Everybody does. <sighs> not everybody, but a lot of people do. I just, in my community, they do all the time all the time i've even been out in my community before and smelled these chemicals and i'm like oh my gosh i smell chemicals what the fuck and someone like down the road is um they've got the chemicals hooked up to their hose and they're spraying it Woo! and it's just the wind's just taking it and boom now i have chemicals in my body just like that and that stuff gets on the ground, it gets on the plants, it gets on everything, it gets in nature, it gets in the animals, the deer eat it, then, you know, the deer get eaten by something else, and now that thing has it, and then scavengers have it, and then the fish get it through the water runoff, and then it gets everywhere. It's just, it leaks down into the wells and the groundwater, and then it builds up in our bodies and causes all kinds of damage. Anyway, they're getting sued. Wow. Most of these cases are settled or dismissed, but it has uh, Bayer has put aside $16 billion to cover the legal risk. So as I say, out of 160,000 cases, 
this is referring to the weed killer, 113 were settled or dismissed. 113,000. They're losing these battles because this ain't right. Anyway, onward. Chemicals. Oof. I wanted to talk about water to stop, to end the, uh, to finish the health section. Let's watch this quick video of uh, the World Economic Forum goons real quick. Water. Of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street and our city and our region and our nation and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is, it is does that have dude? that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, which, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, <laughs> you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really in some ways experimenting with this notion of the common good can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably other times and hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things but anyway wide awake media clipped that talking about the importance of water the world economic forum cares about water so much uh this is scary because water wars Water. Water is a very important thing, man. Um, it's highly tainted. It's it's absolutely destroyed in most of our even U.S. cities. Um, the water's full of fluoride and chemicals and contaminants. And who knows? I mean, we've got like people's medications in our water. And a lot of people say this is this is contributing to the gay frog situation and the feminization of men because it increases uh, estrogen and things, which we're supposed to have some amount of estrogen, but not like this slurry of chemicals that is always being rinsed over our bodies and ingested through our water system. That's not right. That's not how that's supposed to work. And I think it's a valid uh, concern. Here we have California regulators approving new rules for turning wastewater into drinking water. That's right, wastewater. They're talking about pee water and shit water, and they're turning it into drinking water. This isn't good, man. I mean, because they're gonna set they're gonna set regulations. They're gonna be like, you can only have a little bit of chemicals in this water. Okay, we clean it so much that there's only a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of bad stuff in it. It's actually really great water. You should taste it. As a matter of fact, why don't we have uh, kids do field trips to our facility and uh, we could show them how we clean the water and teach them. I don't know. I was thinking, the reason I mentioned the field trip thing is I remember when I was a kid, we did a field trip to the Frito-Lay factory in California. That was a real field trip that we had. And I was just like, what the fuck? I just realized last night talking to Lisa and Nate that that is such a scam. What they're doing is they're taking all these impressionable kids to a chip factory where they're using all these oils and stuff, by the way, to create all their products. 
And then they take you and they're like, ah, this is how the chips are made. Here's this and here's that. And oh, come over here. We're going to give you free samples, everybody. Who likes hot Cheetos? Who likes Dritos? Who likes all these chips? Come here, come here, come here. They're hot off the press. It's not really a press. It's a maybe a chip press, but uh, I don't know how they make them. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But then they feed you their chips and they make you lifelong customers and they just imprint their nasty processed foods into your little skull. So you'll be buying Frito-Lays for the rest of your life and just filling yourself up with all these oils and chemicals and bullshit. That's the devil, folks. Anyway, that's why I was thinking about that. But yeah, wastewater. I don't want to drink this stuff. I don't trust their regulations to keep this stuff clean. Terrible audio. Can we to a standard where it can govern uh, direct potable reuse, meaning treating this water to a standard where it can be either served directly to customers or go to a drinking water treatment plant. We have a wastewater treatment facility first that makes it very clean and then we have additional processes to make it to drinking water standards so there's a whole um, technology in between the toilet and the tap so I mean, we live in California where the drought uh, happens all the time and with climate change it will only get worse and this is a drought resistant supply that we will need um, in the future to meet mm -hmm. the demands of our communities and so that's why we opened this facility yeah, so there is a, a very extensive um, advanced water treatment process and it uh, goes through three stages. So microfiltration, reverse osmosis, and ultraviolet light disinfection, and the water is pure water at the end. And water is just too valuable to only use once. So I would say, yes, this is expensive water, but we cannot afford not to have any water at all. Yeah. <sighs> It's pure water. It's not. I guarantee you it's not pure H2O. But they say it is. We'll see, folks. We'll see. And this is what it reminded me of when I started seeing all this. This is this is how they're this is what we're gonna start seeing. The celebrities coming out of the woodworks. Drink the water. Brave. And a brave person knows that pasta cooked in pea water tastes just fine. Oh. Hold on. Ah. Fortune favors the brave. <coughs> Did you know frozen pea can make for a delicious summer treat? <coughs> okay. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Seriously, they're going after water, folks. It's already all polluted. It's already all terrible. They want everybody to have to buy their their processed water. If you want water, you're going to pay the price. It's going to be in a shitty bottle. It's probably been sitting in the sun with pollutes, pollution in it. Ah. Oh, Half the World is Night says, We went on a field trip to McDonald's when I was five. How evil. Yeah. What the heck is going on? You know, they started it. They've been doing this brainwashing forever. My gosh. That is just, to me, now it's so obvious and blatantly crazy. But I just, you know, I guess I still remember things and wake up as the days goes on. I just thought about that last night. It's just, it baffles me, man. 
Uh, Forrest took one to the tortilla factory and a berry farm. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cheaper to convert the, let's see, maybe ocean water, Doc Holliday says? That's an interesting thing. You know, they say that desalinization is one of the most expensive ways to purify water. And because of the salt and all this, that it really takes a toll on the infrastructure in order to do so i think that if there's i think that it's possible but i just don't have the means or the i just don't you know have the ability and the waterfront property to collect all that ocean water and do this experiment on a scale but you'd think you'd think that yeah that would be doable i mean on an individual level, if you go get, you know, many, many gallons of ocean water and even through utilizing nature and the sun and things like this, you could create pure water. And also while you're doing that and creating pure water, you can um, create salt, sea salt at the same time, right? So it's a double whammy. You get really great, great quality sea salt. Not as good as Celtic salt, but damn close. And then you get pure H2O. And I'm serious, pure H2O. You let it evaporate, you let it recondense, and then you collect the, you collect it back in your uh, clean water bin. That's it. That's, that's, boom. Fresh water from salt water. And now you have a glass of water and you have a salt, some salt. I don't know, but we're not doing it. The, the, what they say is it's just not, you know, desalinization. It's just not feasible. It's just really, it's not feasible. I know it sounds like a great solution, but it's just not, it's not feasible. Who knows? Could be bullshit. Could be true. Could be a little bit of both. It's a good point. Good point. <clears throat> Water wars. And I'm bringing this up because I think really it's going to play a big part in the future put the economics of water not only in terms of monetary values but also in terms of governance in terms of of recognizing water as a, as a commons that we now need to manage as a, as a broad systems approach so that's why this commission is not only necessary but but urgent to take this challenge on you we need to control the water we need to the world economic forum needs to let's go to let's go to the world economic forum's website and see what they're up to these days. WEF.org. Oh, look at that. Water Environment Federation. The water quality people. What's this? Oh, that's their homepage. Okay. Utility Management Conference 2024. Join water and wastewater managers and professionals in Portland, Oregon for one of the most informative and most prestigious management conferences in the water sector. This registration is going on through next month and will be held on February 13th through February 16th in Oregon. WEF and AWWA are delighted to welcome you to Portland, Oregon for another exciting and informative event focused on water and wastewater utilities. Register before January 12th to save. What else is going on, World Economic Forum? Ah, here. 
Let's see what's happening at the WEF. Apply to the Water Leadership Institute in 2024. Application period is open through January 17th. The Water Leadership Institute, powered by the World Economic Forum. What else? Singapore International Water Week Scholarship Program. NACWA, WF, WEF, and WRF have partnered with Singapore International Water Week 2024 to sponsor a U.S. delegation of high-level water and wastewater utility CEOs, managers, and have collaborated, collaborated to create a scholarship fund. Uh, apply by January 5th. What else? Save 30% on our latest, latest publications, and it's all about water. Design of wastewater and stormwater pumping stations, PFAS in the water and wastewater sectors, solids, process design and management. Basically, how to turn pee poo water into good, healthy drinking water for your 15 minute cities. That's what I see here. And it's all this big water focus on the WEF right now. Get ready. Wow. Really makes me think about Josh's very scary theory about them poisoning water. Just read an article that my small town is on the 20 safest towns in Michigan. Good. Very good. Very good. Am I frozen? Am I good? Kid Billy? Um... Am I? Oh my gosh. What the hell's going on here? Am I okay, folks? I do appear to be frozen. What's going on here? Am I good? Let me know in the chat. Five, five. Can you hear me? Do you see me? Or is this bad? Is this bad? Let me refresh this, y'all. I apologize. I think I might be having a little bit of. No. No, I'm okay. Uh, try to refresh, Kid Billy. Five, five. Okay, yeah, everyone's good. Try to refresh. I guess you wouldn't know I'm telling you to refresh if I'm frozen. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about what else is going on in the world, everybody. But uh, let's go. Let's go. Ah, General Flynn came out, and he's had something to say this morning. A lot of people are going nuts right now. And get ready, because a lot of information is going to be coming out, and a lot of people are going to be screaming um, that they know what we need to be focusing on and this is a distraction and this is what we need to pay attention to and don't pay attention to this and this and this and that and, blah, 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 and every, it's going to be a big shit show. So we need to just do our best to look at everything at the same time. Look at, you know, be everywhere. We need to be everywhere and we need to look at everything and we need to be objective. We need to be careful. We need to check our emotions and we need to move forward from there. Things are going to get wild. And, and yesterday was a big day with a lot of news, and we saw that. We see this high tension and emotions, and this is all part of the information warfare. There's too much going on. But I think uh, at the end of the day, people will sift through the BS, and I think we'll find what, what's important. But General Flynn came out on X and said, For all those on Team America, what happened in Colorado is not simply more election interference. They took Trump off of the primary ballot is what he's talking about. The Supreme Court's expected to overturn this, but nonetheless, they took Trump off the primary ballot thus as of yesterday. So Flynn put this out. He said, we are well past stealing 
or rigging elections. The left have proved their masters at that. This is the communist left taking their coup to another level. They will stop at nothing until Trump, his family, and America as a constitutional republic are destroyed. What they are implementing that started in earnest in November 2016 is their version of Build Back Better. I'm very serious about this. Listen to what those World Economic Forum leaders have been saying for many years now. Destroying America turns us into globalists, one world society, and creates a new form of transhumanist society that is dark, has two systems of government, one for the elites and one for the slaves, is godless, dark, and without a soul. This is their version of American socialism. America, these are not politics as usual, normal times. I believe all Americans must stand with Trump now or we will risk losing our country. He said that all Republican candidates running for POTUS must now step down and put their support and resources behind the one proven man who can save us for now and give us breath, take the breathing room we need to fix some of the severe corruption problems we have allowed creeping to our way of life. And lastly, he calls out Barack Obama. He says, quote, Barack Obama, come clean about the meetings you had in the Oval Office in early August 2016 and early January 2017. Question mark. Oh, he called Obama out <clears throat> at the end of that. Tagged him in it. Whew. Holy crap. He also told Speaker Johnson, he tagged Speaker Johnson and said, show some leadership. <laughs> tagged the GOP chairwoman and said, step down immediately. <laughs> My gosh, Flynn going out there. Mm -hmm. That's Ronna McDaniel, by the way. Wow. He tagged Alex Jones, Clay Clark, Ann Vandersteel, and a lot of other people on Twitter. Eric Trump, Dan Scavino. Wow. Laura Loomer, Elon Musk. Very interesting, huh? Holy crap. So, wow. Thank you, half the world. Onward. Kamala Harris continues to spread misinformation. Get ready, folks. I called today's episode Confusion and Distractions Inbound because there's going to be so many lies out there. I mean, we're going to see complete dysfunction we're gonna see people believing the bullshit we're gonna see again people completely under a spell here in 2024 as we do have in the last few years but i think they're really gonna come down heavy and this is how they do it the vp couldn't lie that's illegal right well no it's not look at bans we want to ban assault weapons they want to ban books bullshit we don't want to ban books lady no one's talking about banning books we just don't want pornography in children's schools that's crazy you're crazy lady let's see what other bullshit's being put out there and we can expect this to continue we're killed in Pakistan, the weapons that the Taliban use were the weapons that the u.s left in afghanistan the okay. goggles the i haven't guns. seen those reports but let me remind you please take the opportunity wow. to remind you we didn't just 
leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This yeah, is a did. fallacy. This is a farce. No. What we did over the course of our 20 years in Afghanistan, of course, with congressional approval and consultations, was armed and helped equip the Afghan National Security Forces. Bullshit. Uh, and as we have said time and time again, uh, that as the Taliban made advances, those Afghan National Security Forces, many of them decided not to fight, but yet to lay down their arms and leave. But the, the, the arms that you're talking about, and again, I can't verify these specific reports, <laughs> belong to the Afghan National Security Forces. That what, what was, that's what was left behind, not that the United States just walked away and abandoned a bunch of weapons in a pile in Afghanistan. It is kind of, it is what happened. I think what actually happened is they made a deal. They made a backdoor deal. We're just going to leave this all here. You guys do take it and do your terrorist stuff. And it was a deal. It was under the table deal. It really was. And they're they're lying. Oh, I haven't. I didn't hear those reports. Yeah, shut up, Kirby. You know these people just lie right through their teeth. What else? You know this is the problem. Is people see this and they say, "Oh, okay, cool. That's confirmed now. I got it from a government source, WhiteHouse.gov. They can't lie to me." Uh, and they said that that's incorrect. So hmm, fact checked. Uh, we're not leaving weapons in Afghanistan. It never happened. Uh, excuse me. What? Yes, it did. It 100% happened. There's no debate. It's just they're they're rewriting history before us, folks. Confusion, distractions, bullshit. But I think people know. Most people know, which is enough. And we have to remind them. We have to remind each other. Hey, thank you, Lucas, for following. Welcome. And thank you, Eret, for also following. Welcome to the party. Yeah, what kind of weed is he smoking? I hate I know, huh? Um, more BS. I'm trying to go through here. We're, I want to talk about a few more things without running out of time. Uh, we had Biden yesterday on Marine One, and he traveled to the White House. Apparently, he's not supposed to do that, and that uh, he is defying a congressional pena, uh, subpoena. But that happened yesterday. No, it's just like they're going to get away with it. I don't know. Biden busted trying to sneak Hunter into D.C. on Marine One transport. Unbelievable. Are you serious? We were all just watching the first family's return from Delaware on Marine One, and my colleague Peter Ducey noticed someone hop off the chopper who was not on the passenger list the White House gave us, Hunter Biden. So Hunter is apparently here at the White House after uh, defying a congressional subpoena uh, while being indicted and facing a maximum of 17 years behind bars. Can you believe this stuff? Can't make this up. So KJP was asked about it. Of course, we'll see what she says. And uh, I noticed today when the president arrived on Marine One that Hunter Biden and his son Beau were also on the helicopter with them. The White House provides to the public a list of staffers who travel with the president. Why don't they provide a list of the family members that travel with the president on these government so, budgets? Um, I I have to double check to see if that is indeed uh, correct, because I did ask about that. So let me just double check. Uh, look, I'll say this more broadly. Um, obviously, you've seen uh, the president um, 
uh, with his family these past couple of days, uh, and I think you know why they were uh, they were um, they were observing a very somber anniversary uh, for them. Oh, okay. Just, just stop. I'm gonna stop it there. It's just ridiculous bullshit lies. Anyway, people are waking up. Apparently, according to Insider Paper, Polish state media bosses sacked as populists occupy TV buildings. Poland's pro-EU government, pro-EU government on Wednesday launched a reform of state media and sacked their management with public broadcasters interrupted and right-wing lawmakers staging a sit-in to protest the changes. The shakeup comes a week after Prime Minister Donald Tusk took power after eight years of rule by right-wing law and justice party. Ooh, wait a second. What is going on here? State-owned media under the PIS were regularly accused of biased reporting, transmitting government propaganda, and launching verbal attacks on the opposition. The culture ministry said in a statement, the chairman of boards of the state-owned television, radio, and news agency have been removed in a bid to restore the impartiality of public media. Shortly after the announcement, state news channels TVP's regular broadcast was suspended with only the television logo visible on TV screens. The TVP Info Channel's website was also taken down. The new ruling block on Tuesday adopted a resolution calling on the restoration of impartiality and reliability to the public media. But PIS lawmakers largely boycotted the parliamentary vote, staging a sit-in in the state television buildings that continued throughout the night into Wednesday. Very interesting. Polish. It's Poland. What else? We've got this invasion still happening in our country. The Mexican president apparently went in on a rage against new migrant arrest laws in Texas. That's a headline from Zero Hedge. He vows to challenge those laws. Pardon me. Apparently, Mexican President Andres Manuel Manuel Lopez Abrador (AMLO) is spitting mad after Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed a measure into law that allows state law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants. And we had this report from Taylor Hansen. More uh, illegal migrants are littered throughout the Phoenix airport right now. Right now. Museum at the Phoenix Airport right after the AmFest event, and there are migrants everywhere. They're receiving priority boarding, they're skipping security lines, they have their own security area, so it's completely expedited on their behalf. I've run into over 40 migrants alone already. I've only been here for 30 minutes. Uh, you know, we've talked to migrants from Africa, um, from other regions out there. We have Venezuelan migrants, quite a few of them, Mexican migrants. So coming from all over, a lot of them are flying into North Carolina, uh, Charlotte. You got some going into Philadelphia, New York, and Texas so far. But as the story develops, I'll be posting more. This will probably be a part of a bigger report, but they're absolutely everywhere in the airport. You can't look anywhere throughout this place without seeing them. Oh, 
All right, that's enough. There's more of this. Um, if you want to follow the story, uh, Taylor Hansen is the one recording and posting this stuff. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on overseas, too, today. Houthis warn any country that acts against them will be hit in the Red Sea. Insider Paper reported this, that a top Houthi official on Tuesday warned that any country that acts against the Yemeni rebels will have its ships targeted in the Red Sea. Okay. And they put the, they published that threat on television. And we have major shipping disruptions in the Red Sea due to the Houthis' attacks. And ships could be seen... Uh, Mario Knopfel said that ships can be seen fleeing due to recent Houthi rebel attacks in the Red Sea. You could kind of see the... I'll share this with you. You could kind of see the boats kind of heading... Uh, I don't know if that's south or if this is oriented a different way, but away from the typical uh, path, which typically they'd go like this, right? And you've got all these ships just going this way now, this way and that. And I think at least according to Mario here, that's not normal or typical. This major rerouting of ships around the Suez Canal is costing billions with leading companies, including BP, Maersk, and Hagen Lloyd, all diverting ships to the Cape of Good Hope. Rerouting is causing at least 10-day delays, affecting 17% of global shipping volumes and impacting supply chains. The disruption, disruptions highlight the strategic importance of the Suez Canal, which handles 15% of the world's shipping traffic, mainly carrying oil, LNG, grains, and consumer goods. My goodness, not good. This is going to create delays in things and affect the global economy at the end of the day. We'll see how long it takes for it to have an impact. doesn't happen overnight, but it happens. Uh, U.S. Steel, which helped America's arsenal of democracy defeat Japan in World War II, has been sold to a Japanese company. So U.S. Steel has been sold to a Japanese company. A U.S. company since 1875, the United States Steel Corporation. It has been sold to a Japanese company. Wow. Right as we're starting this war, we sell one of our largest steel manufacturers to a Japanese company? Oh, no. Can't make this stuff up. And we've got Zelensky crying and saying, you know, a Trump presidency could have a strong impact on the war. No kidding. Uh, kind of like maybe ending the war, huh? Oh, that would be horrible. How dare we have peace? How dare the rest of the Ukrainians be spared and everybody just stop fighting? Thank you for the ice cream, yay. Half the world is night. $10 donation. Thank you. Got to get to work soon. Thanks for the show. Merry Christmas, Vince and Chatters. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much for the donation. That's very generous of you. And thank you as well. Yay. 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 Have a great day, Half the World is Night. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're all going to have to get going here soon. We all have a lot to do today, including myself, but we got a couple more stories here. We've got a Chinese balloon, apparently, according to Taiwan. 
Taiwan detected another Chinese balloon crossing the median line. A Chinese balloon was detected moving across the sensitive median line separating Taiwan from China. Taipei's Ministry of National Defense said Tuesday, the third time as reported such a sighting this month. Third time. I wonder if there's still Chinese balloons flying over the U.S. that just aren't being reported. Who knows? But they've got three in one month in Taiwan. Ooh, ooh, uh-oh. Interesting. Hundreds battle wildfire threatening South Africa's biggest naval base. That's probably just a coincidence, right? Massive fire, largest uh, naval base in South Africa. Nothing to see here. Nothing, not, nothing, just a coincidence, y'all. Let me take a quick look, see if anything has been breaking this morning that I've missed here. Um, uh, Colorado Supreme Court says Trump is ineligible to run again. Yeah, right. You crazy. They disqualified Trump from the 2024 ballot. That's the thing everyone's talking about. It's not going to stand. Um. <laughs> what else do we have here? I'm just taking a quick look. It's all about Colorado. Democrats warn that American people may tamper with the next election. Wow. Adam Schiff, really? Okay, Adam. This is, they're setting it up, folks. They're setting up the scam. Oh, lordy, lordy. All right, that's pretty much, that's the story of the day, folks. They're going after Trump like they've never gone after Trump before, or like they have been for the last uh, few years. Lordy, lordy. Anyway, there was a massive earthquake in China recently. Over 100 people, people perished in that disaster. We didn't get a chance to talk about that one. Lots of other stuff that we've skipped over the days, but man, there's so much information out there. If you guys think that there's something that needs to be prioritized, you could share it with Josh and myself on uh, Social Red Pill, socialredpill.com, or on x.com. Uh, tune in tonight for another episode of The Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um, that's hosted by Josh Reed. That'll be a good time. And what else? What do we got going on? Today's Tuesday, just or no, today's Wednesday, just a normal hump day. Um, normal hump day. Tomorrow we have a QA over on socialredpill.com, our private social network, hosted by Josh. I'll be there as well. And uh, if you're a member of the social red pill, you can join in on that QA uh, tomorrow after the daily dose. And then we'll get into the weekend. It's going to be a good time. Oh my goodness holiday weekend and then christmas is just around the corner let me see here i think we've got we're going to be having an episode of um naturally inspired this morning i hope uh let me double check if that's on um on on track uh how do i do this let me make sure real quick uh so if you haven't seen Naturally Inspired, it's a great podcast. comes on shortly after this show. Yes, and we'll have an episode today. Um, 
the transformative benefits of C60 for you and your furry friends. Health with Bob Greska. Is that actually, is that what we played yesterday? Um, because maybe uh, I think that's what we played yesterday. I didn't watch yesterday's episode. Yeah, that's was yesterday's show. So I don't have one. I have one planned, actually. I'll let you know if we're going to get one uh, going here. But so that'll be on DLive and everywhere else. We also have got James Grunvig. Unrestricted Warfare will be on later today. <clears throat> and then uh, Daily Dose, et cetera, et cetera. So and just so you guys know, you could get these two, all of these shows, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can download them on uh, like Spotify and everything like that. Just find Red Pill Project and you could get Coffee, you could get the Daily Dose, you could get Naturally Inspired, you could get all James Grunvig. You get all these different shows uh, in audio form in case you're, you know, a driver or uh, you like to listen to just the audio only as you do other tasks. Uh, that's kind of my speed on things. That's kind of how I like to do it because it's productive. So you could always get the audio podcasts. Uh, so please do. And uh, I guess that's it, y'all. I hope to see y'all tonight. Take care. Thank you very much for tuning in. God bless and God speed. Bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.